If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by Chegg Study. Welcome, friends. It's Unlocked, episode 366, IGN's weekly and world's number one Xbox show. We've got plenty to talk about this week. As always, we still we find life finds a way. Uh, we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, some, some uh, housekeeping updates there, things you want to know before the game hits coming up on October 26th. We've got a possible new Diablo game, a, a leak of a title, perhaps. We'll ruminate about that a little bit as well. Plus, Amazon is now integrated into your Xbox One in the form of Alexa, uh, and Amazon's got a special deal about that that I thought was interesting to mention as well. Plenty more to cover. Plus, Jeff Bartram is here from Operation Supply Drop. You may remember him from an appearance on Unlocked a couple of years ago now. It's been too long. Good to have him back. We'll talk about how uh, video games can be put to, uh, to charitable use to help our military, active and retired military veterans. So, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right, Destin Legary. Sup, Internet. Wow. <laughs> I'm playing Call of Duty. It's okay. <laughs> Brandon Tyrell looking sharp as always. Hi, Internet. Hi, Destin. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Oh, God. <laughs> and Jeff Bartram. Welcome, my friend. Hello, everyone and everyone out there. Yeah, you're uh, Jeff. You know, if you don't know him, he's big in the Xbox community. He's out there tweeting on a regular basis. Uh, you've just you've been, you've bled green for a while, my friend. Yeah, I think these veins, you know, are pretty uh, <laughs> green. So <laughs> it's hulking out over there. <laughs> you know. even got the backdrop for yes. it. <laughs> the gamma rays—they're just hulking you out. Yeah, now, out. so uh, yeah, we'll talk to we'll talk to you about Operation Supply Drop in a minute. But just appreciate you being here, and you're in for the whole kit and caboodle. So Ooh. everything we're talking about, you're talking about. Awesome. I hope Down. you're ready. Oh, I'm you're... ready. I'm psyched. Let's I know do this. you are. Uh, but I wanted to start with Call of Duty. <clears throat> Black Ops 4. It is the huge new release. It it, it kind of, it's funny. I feel like I was caught a little off guard just because I'm so used to it coming out at the beginning of November. And it's like, yeah. wait, uh, oh, it's out already. Yeah. It came out. Uh, Destin and, and Jeff, I know you guys have been playing mm-hmm. a ton mm-hmm. over the weekend since it came out. Multiplayer, zombies, blackout. Uh, Destin, how, how are you finding it so far? Uh, I actually like it a lot. I've kind of not played call of duty for a while i'll check it out briefly do a few multiplayer matches check out the betas but i hadn't really played a core release and uh i dove in when was the last one you think you you really spent a lot of time with um well i was i had to do work for ghosts so I'd spent a lot of time. <laughs> That's with a Ops. low bar. So Blackout, Black Ops is four. It's really going to look good compared to that. Yeah. So uh, uh, four is four is pretty good. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think everybody's really enjoying uh, Blackout. I checked out Zombies. Checked out some of the traditional multiplayer. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube.com/slash IGN Unlocked, I was streaming there last night. You saw me get my butt kicked a few times. As <laughs> a few spawn spawn kill rounds that were really rough, but overall. Really enjoyable. I'm getting a feel for the game again on PC, which is awesome. They're using the the B net launcher, yeah. which I really, really like. Uh, how are you doing in Blackout? 
Um, Blackout, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, first game, got a win. So really, wow. yeah, um, <laughs> very first Look game. So you, yeah, so like, you right, retired? Cool. Okay, yeah, I'm retired. I'm good. Now. <laughs> Mike, that's it. Uh, but it's actually really good. I, I enjoy uh, the fluidity of the game and actually this pacing. Mm-hmm. It's a different pacing than the other battle royale genre games out there. But this one seems like it's quick, it's spontaneous, but there's a challenge to it that none of the other games have created because of the way they've implemented the bushes that you can't hide in the yeah. bush and buildings that you can shoot directly through and then adding the zombies within that realm is just pretty cool so yeah I, mean, I, I kept going there and i'm like there's zombies here what <laughs> so you're dealing with that yeah. there's people there that are dealing with the zombies giving away their position you kind of sneak around exactly and kills. it's really fun <laughs> yeah. have you spent yeah. a lot of time jeff with either Fortnite or PUBG or any of the other ones uh yes i've spent many hours um with uh PUBG on the side because i love the um the real realistic nature of it yeah. and the military aspect. Um, of course, it has all the fun issues and bugs that we all come to love, but I think what um, Call of Duty did was t- uh, take that formula and just elevate it mm-hmm. a little bit more. I mean, there's always things going to uh, need to be worked on with it, but I think this is the best Battle Royale game out wow. to date. So. Bold claim. Bold claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it feels like as an outside observer, it certainly looks more polished. Than that, and that's that. There's public. a lot to that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I remember I've told, told the story before, but Destin, when you when you had a. Uh the Xbox version of PUBG, right? Oh, and I and you know I'd heard all the buzz and <laughs> yeah. like yeah, I should check this game out. And then I walked by Destin's desk and just watched you try to land, land on a house. just try to yeah. come into oh. the game, and I was just like. I'm not. I don't want to play that. That's a <laughs> yes. disaster. Yeah. Now, to be fair, that was like a year ago, and the 1.0 release is out. But, but yeah, the idea of a of a of a battle royale game, but with lots of polish, like Call of Duty level polish, that's appealing to me. They made a lot of improvements to PUBG, like going mm-hmm. into full launch, and it's it's in an okay place. But they yeah. never refined it in the way that Call of Duty has, and I think a lot of people are looking at. Blackout, and they're like, okay, this is PUBG, but it's cleaner. Everything's better, and it yep. works really, really well. I mean, the Call of Duty team obviously has the budget. They have Raven mm-hmm. working with mm-hmm. them on the game, and they're able to sort of have different teams tackle different parts, and they've done a really, really good job with Blackout. It's really fun. I, I also am enjoying it a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> is it fair to say, hot take, that PUBG is having its lunch eaten by Blackout? Instead of dinner? I see what you did there. Nice. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that would have been the better way to go, the chicken dinner. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't, sorry, Brandon, I don't no. see it as a one-to-one comparison. No, but I've I, I know, I know there's go still ahead. millions yeah. of people playing PUBG. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh. being cheeky, but. I know. I'm curious, um, having not played it, and I don't really play Battle Royale games anyway, this is the first time in, I want to say, the history of Call of Duty, but we might need the fact checkers to double check that, <laughs> uh, that they've omitted a campaign for, you know, a supplementary uh, mm-hmm. uh, mode. You know, they, there was Spec Ops back in COD, uh, Modern Warfare 2 and all that. Um, I'm curious, is the exchange of Blackout for a traditional COD campaign something you guys are finding appealing or do you miss a campaign uh, just based off what you've played so far so i don't miss the campaign i don't feel like i mean unless they said this i don't feel like they're like we're gonna do blackout and cut out the campaign so we can make blackout mm-hmm. so it's not like a trade-off sort of scenario yeah they made the decision a long time ago to not work on a campaign for this particular release isn't that right ryan uh i believe yeah, the, i mean i think kotaku yeah. had a story that there was a campaign in yeah. development but it yeah. wasn't going to be ready in time there or were something. there were rumors I, that it was chugging along and then they decided to scrap it but yeah. i think you do I'm, bring up a good point brandon I, I it it i'm not hearing any old man chatter from people like me that are that are now that the game's out nobody's like Where's the campaign? Everybody seems super stoked on black. Or not even old man chatter, but like the knee jerk reaction to like, they've taken, they've taken something away from us. You know, I haven't seen that level of, uh, you know, the uh, disagreement with the option to remove a campaign and, you know, for blackout. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought like, no matter what you put in there, someone's going to complain about it. I haven't seen any of that yet. So on the uh, Podcast Unlock Facebook group, there are some people lamenting about how they missed the campaign, but they don't seem angry okay. about it. Yeah. The game is in a really mm-hmm. good state. you know. So they're just kind of like, man, I missed the campaign. What was your favorite Call of Duty campaign? I-, I hope they don't go away forever. I think it was a pretty cool story that they told. 
I don't think they will, but yeah. I'm just curious if you guys do, would you have rather had a campaign over this new blackout mode? No, no. not really. I mean, to be honest, I never felt uh, compelled to play the campaigns mm-hmm. because really they were not that memorable, yeah. in my opinion. The characters were not that memorable. They used to be. They, you, in they the very beginning, be so but they got away yeah. from that. But here with the blackout mode, I'm very familiar with all these territories and zones mm-hmm. that make up the map. So it's something very familiar and just enjoyable uh, getting into it. So yeah. I think that's you know a nice trade-off. The stories we're getting in exchange are the stories of our experiences. Emerging. Blackout, yeah. Yeah. playing zombies. Yeah, totally what you said, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that word. I, for me, I think <laughs> part of what what maybe softens the blow a little bit of not having a campaign is the fact that you you were uh, fa- factually stating uh, the the this that this is the first time factually you know. asterisk <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, it's a little tinge of sarcasm. Yeah, attached I get that. you. Black Ops Three barely had a campaign. Like okay. it was a series of missions that were just sort of there that you could play by yourself. So not a quite a campaign in the traditional sense, but there was something. So. I think my point is that even Black Ops within the Call of Duty brand has, you know, kind of it's not like we went from the Black Ops 1 amazing campaign, one of my favorite campaigns mm-hmm. in all of Call of Duty to nothing. Yeah. It's like it's we didn't just fall off the cliff like Black Ops 2's campaign was definitely there. I didn't care for it as much. A lot of people did like it. Black Ops 3 like a barely there series of missions. So it's almost like whether intentionally or not We've, they've kind of been training us for this, like yeah. preparing us for this within the Black Ops franchise specifically. There's some cool storytelling in Zombies, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they kind of tell you, like, what's – well, I mean, you're going through different time periods mm-hmm. and such, and it seems like the characters are sort of stuck in this loop trying to figure a way out. And uh, the dialogue between them sort of tells a lot about their character types and their relationships with each other. And That's cool. Yeah, just getting to play – I just did one – 14 round wave of zombies last night with some friends and it was kind of neat to hear the cross chatter it almost sounds a little left for deadish yeah it really reminded me of that actually ryan and i was like wait you go back and you go back to the medieval (laughs) this is the one i played like ancient rome this is tutorial level and it's uh it's called nine right yeah nine is the one where you do ancient rome and like you spawn these giant enemies and then you kill them oh wow and yeah it's really really cool Oh, it's funny because when you said, you know, you go through different time periods, I was like, that sounds a lot like Black Ops 1 story. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this this looks just – I mean this is what I think Zombies is doing right now mm-hmm. is it's leaning into just like how goofy, goofy and funny yeah. it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very Left 4 Dead. And honestly when I was playing, I'm like I wonder if anybody who worked on Left 4 Dead worked on this because it, it, it really reminded me of that – feeling that we got pills here you know yeah almost organically i feel like the three arms of call of duty the three developers have kind of they each sort of have their their niche and their strength like treyarch here has has become the the leaders on the multiplayer side mm-hmm. of call of duty i think it's it's not it's again it's no disrespect to the other developers but well, they, they started Zombies, though. Right, they started, that's what I'm saying, they started Zombies, and now they've brought Blackout to the table. Mm. Uh, and then you have Sledgehammer, who, ha- they have been kind of carrying the single-player torch. I mean, yeah. yeah, they've only, they've done two, two and a half major... They did uh, Advanced and then World War II, correct? Right, and then they, they were largely responsible for helping piece together... Infinite uh, Warfare? Modern Warfare 3 after the Infinity Ward... Oh, uh, Oh, scandal yeah. hit basically so yeah i feel like they've kind of been trying to take the single player mantle so I, it just remains to be seen now what infinity war the current inter- incarnation of infinity ward what their strong suit will end up being i mean it seems like we're going to probably i don't know if we'll get an infinite warfare too if they'll continue down that path or if they'll be trying something new but yeah i got a real quick question for everybody do you need to be playing now or can you wait a few weeks for uh, it'll probably go down in price a little bit right call of duty yeah no way does it does it usually stay at six through christmas yeah yeah okay I would imagine so. I'm I glad mean, I'm playing. I'm may, having a yeah. good time. So here's here's yeah. maybe Black Friday. I don't know. Well, you see like five bucks off, ten bucks off on Black mm-hmm. Friday. GameStop, yeah, ten bucks. I think. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. Usually, what you see from the consumer side or the quick sales on it. But yeah. I mean, I 
I bought the hundred dollar version and I'm Oof. happy with it. Yeah, I was. I wanted. I went <laughs> Is that all the one in. in the chest. Yeah. No, no, no. That okay. one's the mega but, one. But I got all the packs. Early access, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was just the same as all. But you get the season pass and the little characters and uh, the points, which I have no clue what to do. But I was like, <laughs> I feel like my purchase is warranted, and I'm having so much fun. So I'm already put in close to twenty hours in the game. Nice. Wow, that's great. So, oh yeah, I'm enjoying um, it. I uh, not just to go back to that chest. Have you guys seen that thing? Yeah. yeah. No. Holy crap! <laughs> it's, it's it's like if, game. It's scary. It's like <laughs> if if Todd McFarlane and H.R. Giger designed a jewelry box. Yeah. <laughs> it's this horrifying coffin shaped thing with like it's it's like um oh what was that uh that sculpture uh oh, um I can't remember the name of it but all those like souls like trying mm-hmm. to get out of the door. Right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, it is horrifying, and I saw Mark Medina carry it through. And Mark's a big dude, and this, he's got this box like this in his hands. And I'm just like, what? Mark, can I have that? No? Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. bye. <laughs> this week unlocked is brought to you by Chegg Study. Chegg helps students find scholarships, search course reviews, and rent textbooks for cheap. Chegg subscriptions are affordable and can be canceled anytime. With your subscription, you get to tap into Chegg's massive library of step-by-step textbook solutions. Also get access to experts for study help in as little as two hours, anytime and anywhere. When I was in school, I would have killed for more time to play some Halo 1. Yes, I'm old. I'm sorry. If I had Chegg, I would have studied smarter and had more time for everything else that I love. For $5 off your first month subscription, go to chegg.com slash unlocked and use the promo code unlocked. That's $5 off your first month subscription by going to chegg.com slash unlocked and use promo code unlocked. All right. Well, uh, a big new update for Xbox One has hit since we last recorded a podcast. The highlights being Alexa integration as well as the new avatars. Who made their avatar? Brandon. I've been busy. I'm so sorry. Which it one? keeps I, prompting you until I'm gonna, you do it. It, it, it yeah. didn't. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I turned on my Xbox One last night to uh, watch the uh, the Monday Night Football game on my ESPN app, mm-hmm. uh, which works great. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I did not get a prompt to update my Xbox or anything, so... Um, yeah, I was very actually impressed. So it it uh, apparently takes your old avatar yeah. and and makes it really creepy. Tries to you know <laughs> newify it, and I, it did a really good job on mine. Like I was, I made very few tweaks to it. I went up changing the outfit, but everything else was was pretty solid. It doesn't have. My beard, though. There really? was, there was, was no fr- option? There was French tickler, and then there's, like, mustache, <laughs> and there's, you know, there's, <laughs> there's all this other stuff. But there's... Van Dyke. There's not, <laughs> there's not just goatee, like, without the mustache on there, so... So I, I have heard a criticism that, like, the masculine traits in the Avatar creator, because they're going for a softer, more cartoony look, mm. the masculine traits don't really come off that well. Um, I don't know. I mean, when I made my avatar, I didn't have facial hair, so it's not a big deal. Uh, but I'm curious to get in there and see. Have you Have you guys seen that? Mine yeah. looks nothing like me. How about yours? Mine actually looks pretty close, except they have a monster beard, the lumberjack beard. Nice. Um, but I, I have been messing around with it because I was in the alpha jump ahead, so yeah, yeah. I was in. I was messing around with it. But now with the full release, I got uh, pretty much all me in there which i really like you know yeah. so it's not as you know swole or anything like that you <laughs> sure. know you can't but, hulk out with the green yeah it's like veins, it's but... like I, I skip leg day you know my right. avatar <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> little chicken legs <laughs> yeah um i'm curious because my my avatar is wearing a werewolf costume and he has been for 10 years uh see the costumes that you bought do you bring in no unfortunately i have a from from uh i believe it's an unlockable from an achievement in the remake of either Monkey Island 1 or Monkey Island 2 oh, okay. for 360. And I had a, a t-shirt on my avatar like that was a goof from the game that was like I went to uh, Monkey Island and all I got was the stupid t-shirt. Mm. And so I've had that on my avatar forever plus a Diamondbacks hat none of the and, and a boxer. I had the, the, oh, pet, yeah. the pets are gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all that's gone. Well, you can buy all that now. I But I already had it. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have to yeah. buy it again. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But I get you. There is a point where I guess you got to reset. And you can't cross over. Start yeah. over. But I think they're kind of cool. It's a nice, subtle little touch. Um, I didn't spend too much time building my avatar. I just kind of gave him a blue shirt and 
black jeans like yeah. I'm wearing today, basically. But yeah, they're they're cool. <laughs> All I mean, the day. I'll be curious yeah. if if Xbox is gonna you know what the future plans are for these new avatars. One to one hundred. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, that was so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was, what I was would the actually one? Kingdom for show up was pretty to participate good. in one versus one hundred. It was a fun event. Oh, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we could do a whole show on that. Yeah. yeah. I've I've had we've, when we've had Phil here we've asked him about it it's it's not, it's not coming back right. yeah. and then the lights went happening. out and yeah, he just came back on and he was gone yeah what a what a brief but fun experience that was yeah. and then uh, Alexa integration I don't know I don't have uh, an Echo or a Dot in my Sit house back for this segment so uh, I'm the wrong guy to ask but uh, it is now all in there I talked to Dan Stapleton mm-hmm. who's out on paternity leave but we were we were chatting on Slack and he says it's um, it's like talking like it works the the voice recognition works better but it's a slightly more cumbersome in that he said uh it's like basically talking to uh your your the spouse you're divorcing through a mediator like through a lawyer because it's it's like alexa tell tell xbox oh my god to whatever that's, instead of just like you know saying xbox an analogy. <laughs> it really is that's and he's classic. happily married by yeah. the way just, alexa just to tell xbox she can't have the boat <laughs> but so, but he does you know i guess because you've you've got the just good quality good the highly capable voice recognition oh yeah you just have to you have to sort of uh jump through a, an I, extra couple dialogue hoops. I don't know if there's a test out there to see like to test voice recognition or something like like the <laughs> like the AI test, you know, to find out if you're yeah. void conf. The Turing uh, test. The Turing test, yeah. Um but I would love to see like somebody put Alexa and Siri next yeah. to each other and find out which one is the best. Because I I talk to Alexa every day of my life and um She's Brandon has no friends, and she's she's sweet, and she gets me. <laughs> Dude, you can call us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're here for you, man. Let's call Destiny. You know, well, never mind. How's, I'm real. How's your day? Uh, I've I've never had a problem with a voice recognition, so it's really really cool to see, especially coming off of like Connect, which didn't always understand you. Yeah. So now it's really cool that Microsoft is partnering with other people who have like cornered the market in these you know developing technologies. So, so you actually have this in your home, and uh, you talked about it a little bit on the show. Did you make party time yet? Alexa, party time. I'm not going to talk to you about what I do. In my- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that Fair. means, but... Uh, you were going to do a party time light show. Did I? Did we talk about that? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, I don't think we did. Uh, on a related <laughs> I, I, I have not done party time yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you I bought a bunch of smart bulbs so you can change the color of all the bulbs in the house. Yeah. Uh, but what's crazy is like when they reset... Like they just go off in different colors, so my my house looks like a rave from the seventies. It's it's disturbing at like six a.m. On a related note, uh, so if you buy an X, at least I don't know how long this is going to last, but currently Amazon is bundling free Echo Dots with Xbox One purchases, both S and X. So I mean, hey, why not, right? Why not give it a go? I imagine. I mean, you have to buy. It's not bundled in the box with the Xbox. No. You have to purchase it through yeah, Amazon. It's an Amazon bundle. So yeah, and then they'll shipping send it to you. It to you. I mean, yeah. I refuse. <laughs> it's cool if you were going to buy an Xbox One anyway, but yeah. dots are like 20 bucks on Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. I, I have six of them in my house. So. My apartment is so small, I don't know why I would need it. <laughs> What's really funny is what's really funny is if you set them in different rooms in a really small space yeah. and you try to talk to one of them, it'll pick up on different ones and she'll respond to you at like a delay. It's real oh, creepy. <laughs> it's real creepy. I'm a little worried about Brandon, you guys. <laughs> I love may need to scoot over here. I love it. This is great. We might want to stage an intervention. <laughs> for like oh, Alexa? Yeah. For just, you know, I don't know, like a loneliness thing or no, I've, I've just got talking at robots people. all day. Alexa, help Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's, let's talk to Jeff about Operation Supply Drop. Get that tea, get that throat coated and ready to Go. chat, my friend. All right. But yeah, you know, you were here a couple of years ago, but we've got certainly plenty of new viewers, new listeners since then. And, and even if people did hear you a couple of years ago on Unlocked, this is a, a great thing that you do that you're a part of that's worth talking about again. We've got it uh, behind 8-Bit Salute. Now, the 8-Bit Salute within Operation Supply Drop. First, I guess, give us the top level for people that aren't familiar. What is Operation Supply Drop? How did you come to be a part of it? <clears throat> okay, Operation Supply Drop is a nonprofit military um, organization that helps uh, military veterans, families worldwide. We're all across the world. Um, it helps from doing 
what more commonly people were known as our supply drops, um, where we send care packages to veterans and deployed uh, troops around the world um, to give them some happy, you know, some happiness, you know. Give you that you have served. Yes. Uh, so. and, and it is it is not an easy life when you are deployed. No. And it is no. not an exciting life. I know I've read your book. Yeah. Uh, that, and a video game can go a long, long way towards towards helping that. Exactly. And it brings that uh, camaraderie uh, closer, the bonding. And, you know, that's needed out there. So with us doing these um, little crates and supply drops, they help with that. But we go so much more beyond that. We actually help with job training, the transitioning. So when we give uh, people these crates out there, they learn about Operation Supply Drop. And then when they're getting out of the service, they know about us, and we help them with their transition with our partners like at Google and Microsoft, uh, getting them in the tech industry, that kind of stuff, and as well as Starbucks. You know, They all help us together. you got these partners that want to help with us. And then from there, we help within the community engagement, which is where I came in to back in 2015. I started uh, running the team out of San Diego, and then I took over region, uh, became a director of that. And then now they've helped me grow into what I am now, which is a director of development gaming, um, which after I graduated. So, you know, it's been exciting. Um, now coming into that, you know, I saw a need. So, I mean, we know that people play video games and how they can help with that. And we know a lot of veterans play video games. And that's why we have 8-Bit Salute, um, which has been around since 2011. So, I mean, we've been doing that. It's anything like if you think of um, St. Jude's, that kind of stuff, yeah. that's what we basically so, are. So the 8-Bit Salute, that is a, it is a yearly fundraising goal. Do I have that correct? Yeah, so it's, it's a year-round thing. So we've, this year we made a whole bunch of changes. We came into it, we looked at it, we rebranded, and we created seasons because going year-round, people, they hear about it, they go uh, during like around – this time of the year and then they forget about it the rest of the year so we wanted to do seasons so it's continually evolving every um every season so and hey like in gaming now like Fortnite has yeah. seasons and uh, all the, a lot of these games uh, with living content so it's you're, you're it's a it's a gamer like way to think about it exactly things. and so it's a way for us to communicate and better uh, connect with uh, people that want to help um, through the gaming avenue if uh, they're streaming on whatever platform uh, they can go to the website at 8bitsalute.org sign up they create a team and then now you're eligible to win t-shirts jerseys all kinds of stuff Stuff, you know that are by our gracious partners so it's it's really intriguing because you know we've helped over 750,000 veterans worldwide wow and we couldn't do this without everyone's uh, support and donations and that and I I get up every morning knowing that I'm gonna get to help someone because of everyone else's actions so uh, that truly warms my heart that's <laughs> you know I I, I I know you know, and a lot of people already know that I. Sorry, I'm gonna cry here. Oh, okay. um, you know, with my past military service, I have a deep connection of helping people. I mean, I mean that's my calling in life is to help. You're people a medical through. officer. Well, I was I was a corpsman. I was a Fleet Marine Force corpsman. Served with the the Marines um, my whole time in the service. So you uh, deployed to Iraq. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. So and that's where I got injured. Um, and then, of course, two years ago, I was paralyzed from the waist down. Right before we did uh, the last show. I remember. Um, yeah. So I'm here. I'm just excited to be able to continue to help those people, so the brothers and sisters can come home and you know enjoy life. What? Um, That's awesome. Uh, what, no, you're, it's, what can you kind of speak to? Did you? I guess Tom. I'm, I'm just so I've got too many questions going yeah. on in my head at once. What? Uh, and we don't have editing, so yeah, we don't. Can. We just we just forget it. We're doing it. No, <laughs> okay. fine. We'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> did, was the was Operation Spy Drop in existence when you were deployed? Uh, it actually. Um, it wasn't really. I, I'd never heard of it. I, if it was, it was kind of in its infancy um, because I was in 07, 09, um, all back then. I didn't learn about OSD until 2015, until they reached out to me gotcha. when I kind of came I, out. I guess where I was going with that is I'm yeah. sort of curious if you have 
either had firsthand accounts or or maybe I'm sure you've heard from service members oh. who who have benefited from the supply drops and the care packages who who are who are out, are out there far from home and uh you oh. know ha- can can use these donated video games and, and the of course financial donations yep. that can help make this make their lives a little a little uh, less difficult out out in the field. Oh yeah, all the time I get people on Twitter. Um, just like last night when you tweeted that I was coming on, um, someone reached out. And he's like, "Oh, I, me- I remember Operation Supply Drop when I was uh, last deployed in Afghanistan. We got the care package." And he's like, "Now I'm working on the teams um, in my local community, giving back to the community." And that's what it's about. It's um, you know, it's like a stepping stone because when you get out, there's a lot of us that want to continue to serve in some manner, and so we continue to serve within our local communities. Some how or give back in some manner so it's a different avenue for them and it's really nice that when people do reach out that it's touched them in some ways like thank you for that it gave me a little bit of home uh i would have never been able to play you know the new gears or something like that when they send over so it's 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 really good to for social media now because that's the quickest way that we get that they they search us out Mm -hmm. because you know you put in a little card and then they're like oh they'll hold on to that until after their deployment and then they're like oh thank you and it's just that's that's what i live for because it's like it made their time you know it's like it made it bearable through all the hurt and the rough times that i was experiencing out there so and and you said Microsoft's one of the one of your sponsors. Oh yes. So you get so is there a lot of Xbox action that that goes on? Uh, a lot of Xbox games go out to a lot service members. Yeah, a lot of um, the Microsoft's involved with that. We've got uh, CD Projekt Red. Um, you know them, Activision, um, because we're one of their beneficiaries uh, for Call the, Duty endowment. The, the endowment. So we're one of their job people. Where they, you know, we're partner with them all your usos um and mwrs across the world uh we uh outfit those with the gaming systems and all that stuff so love it what's so uh we need some urls now we want so you know hey if what maybe hopefully you can donate even if you can't please go go to the website just check stuff out maybe there's some way that 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 you can help what's so if you want if you're a content creator gamer and you want to stream you can go to 8bitsalute.org and yeah it's a three-step process just sign up you get your fundraising link and you can share it on your stream sign that stuff and if you want to check out and how to get involved within your communities um help within one of our many other programs go to uh operationsupplydrop.org so that's it easy that's easy. great yeah uh, i i just i love this i think this is this is uh i mean there are there are a lot of great charities i mean child's play does yep. great stuff every single year uh but yeah since i've gotten to know you i just i i i think what you do with this is is amazing and <clears throat> you know it's i we cannot imagine what the, the stresses and anxieties and difficulties of being away from your family and being, you know, putting putting your life in harm's way to to protect uh, the freedoms of this country. So that the fact that that gamers can can help make those brave men and women's lives easier simply. As, I, I didn't even know, actually, to just that, it, that you could help as easily as streaming, just yeah. Twitch streaming at home and just put put the donation link. I mean, that, that it cannot get easier than that for people really to cool help out. Too. And see, it's so simple with it because with it, when people get that, I personally message each and every one of these streamers. I reach out to each of them and I give them all the templates. I give them all the videos and then I give them the special link for games to grunts, which, you know, they put in their streams and a veteran comes across that they can go to games to grunts.com and they can get free video games, just requesting it through uh, verifying their military service. That's it. And yeah, it's, you know, and these, that's what's so powerful about, uh, you know, this whole platform. And I'm really excited uh, for 8-Bit and the community to get this knowledge out there and run with it. So, so uh, I guess to wrap up, the, the season for 8-Bit Salute that's running now, how long is, how, how are we doing on the goal and how how long until this season is over? So we started October first. We're okay, going so to it's underway. Yep, and we're going to December seventeenth. Okay, great. We've raised thirty three thousand of a hundred thousand dollar goal. Great. So, so that's, yeah. a, that's a great start. Third yes. of the way there. So uh, and so that that money again is going to go towards everything you've been talking about. Everything. The, the finding 
new work, you know, finding new work for military yep. members coming back yep. and getting getting games and consoles out to deployed service members, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Plus, like within our respawn program, that helps uh, with you know the um, the accessibility devices too that we go mm-hmm. with the wounded warriors. So we are part of that too. That's great. So we're we're all in you know within the reach of it. So anything that you can think of, we're there because you know we go beyond the veteran side of the house. M- many people don't know we help battered women shelters, the homeless shelters. You know, um, just <laughs> It's so much more than just the veterans. Yes, we're veteran focused, but we go so much broader. So that's amazing. Eight bitsalute dot org, operationsupplydrop dot org. Please take a look and uh, hopefully just see if one way or another appeals to you that uh, you might see fit to to help out this uh, this wonderful organization. So, Jeff, always a pleasure. You're hanging out. Let's talk some more Xbox hey, now. I'm always for that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. I'm just like, this is his time. Yeah. But oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Um, actually, I guess before we do, I mean, well, uh, I don't know of a better or worse place. It's just never have to, never enjoy saying this stuff. But just our condolences to the the family and loved ones of Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen, oh, who yeah. passed away earlier this week. 65 years old, a young man. Uh, really sad to hear, but he, uh, you know, he he wasn't directly involved in the Xbox the way Bill Gates was, but obviously as a <laughs> as a person who was largely responsible for for building the company, there would be no Xbox, and we'd be doing a show about something else <laughs> if it yeah. weren't if it weren't for the contributions of Paul Allen. So uh, all our best to to his friends, family, and loved ones. Okay, game side. Uh, we are, let's see, we've got about 25, 30 minutes left in the show or so. Let's start with the biggest topic in the world right now, as it will continue to be probably for the coming weeks, Red Dead Redemption 2. I've heard of this. I cannot believe <laughs> this video this? game. Let's see. A game is <laughs> 10 days voice. away. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> 10 days from now, Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, will be pardon? out. <clears throat> yeah, 10 days. Oh, That's a week and a half. 1.5 weeks. Oh, Coming right up. Thanks for the anxiety attack, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be excited. We've got so much more to do before it comes out. Yeah. Oh, I was so happy I finally finished Spider-Man. Uh, oh, God. I haven't even put that in my PlayStation yet. Thank oh, man. Well, it's, it's, you can't go wrong. That's the yeah, yeah. you got too many good games to I'm play. I'm playing It's, it's a great thing. God. But a couple of interesting housekeeping notes here for Red Dead Redemption 2. There was a really interesting article in Vulture over the weekend. Uh, they did a kind of a deep dive piece at, uh, embedded at Rockstar, a lot of interviews with, with Dan Hauser, who the, the Hauser brothers barely ever talked to the media. So mm-hmm. this was kind of cool to read. Uh, and one of the things here is that they're estimating a 60-hour core story campaign for Red Dead Redemption 2. Down from 65, they cut out five hours. Okay. <laughs> the, the dropped content included a second romantic plot that Dan Hauser explained, quote, we decided one of them didn't work. 60 hours, guys. If they left that code in, the internet's going to find yeah. out. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think we're going to have another hot coffee situation. Yeah, I was going to say, like, campfire coffee? <laughs> <laughs> they still had hot coffee in 1899. Yeah. Warmed on a... Ca- look, Ryan, just go with the period piece, okay? <laughs> um, I, I like how you scoffed where... Heat six- wasn't invented until microwaves in 1963. <laughs> That's a fact, asterisk. Um, I like how you scoffed or like, it's a 60-hour campaign, but they cut five hours, and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me those like, five hours. <laughs> it's a very l- lengthy game. 60 is great. Yeah. The previous uh, was like 30? It's like half of this? That's yeah. what I wanted to... Yeah, yeah. it's because uh, the GTAs have all I feel like those are all in the 40 range mm-hmm. for the main story campaign like But I always felt like they went on 5 hours too long. <laughs> <laughs> GTA 5 was pretty solid. There yeah. might be a few filler missions in there, but I I really enjoyed 5. There were a couple times where I'm like do I have to drive to this mansion in the hills yeah. again, you know, <laughs> yeah. but by and large, I feel like they're paced pretty well for like how big they are. Mm-hmm. Well, they've had seven years to work on this one, so the fact that it's 60 hours is not really a surprise to me. Uh, and remember, I mean, that, that's, just, that's just the story stuff. I mean, we're probably talking about 80 to 100 plus hours of open world things to do, mm-hmm. places to see, <laughs> and... Uh, 
that's not even counting Red Dead Online, which will not be launching until November. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's a lot. It is. Are you, uh, you, you fired up for, are you a, a Rockstar fan, Jeff? I am. That's why I just uh, knocked out 80 hours 100%ing uh, Odyssey. So I was like, get done. I, I, I got to get ready well for done, this. Sir. <laughs> well done, sir. A lot of people done. are doing that. A oh, lot of people like. I chugged uh, right you were, through it. You, you, you were on the review, right? Told you, man. It's a yeah. good game. It's yeah. good. I didn't yeah. put the controller down. People are like, are you even working? <laughs> <laughs> research. research. Yeah. yeah, research. Uh, but no, I, I'm totally stoked for this uh, because I love Western uh uh, timepiece settings and so i mean i've been watching clint eastwood john wayne getting you know getting back in the saddle let's go you know i think it's just like nobody else is doing a western right now everyone's doing like shooters or well we got uh greece right that's where odyssey takes place oh yeah yeah, yeah. ancient greece yeah yeah, ancient. yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> everyone's doing shooters in greece and i was like what yeah. um uh, so that's a little bit different so a lot of people that are experiencing assassin's creed right now they're hungry for this totally different tone piece of red dead redemption yeah. set mm-hmm. in a western period and i i know i'm stoked for it how, how are you guys feeling are, are you ready for something a little bit different than what we have currently i've i've had the pleasure of playing a little oh. bit of the game not to home hashtag home i get it ryan you played red dead redemption too <laughs> how's uh how's crackdown yeah doing? let's keep going with but uh <laughs> you played crackdown <laughs> so uh yeah i I had my appetite wet, and yeah. now I am really fired up to get back into it, too. It's because I, I just barely scratched the surface of, of certainly the open world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I know what, how it begins, so I know kind of what I'm in for at the start. But after after the beginning, when it's just go, go oh, nuts my. in the Old West, I, I can't wait to just start seeing what happens. I'm just ready to be immersed in that time right? period and, yeah. like, really, like be living through that character and his experiences. And I, I'm very, very excited about Red Dead 2. 200. I, so the, the whole thing that came out a couple weeks ago, they were talking about 200 animal species. Mm-hmm. Like I barely saw any in yeah. my time, which, so that's like a whole avenue of the, I mean, I saw some turkeys, uh, a boar, Brandon saw skin that just like unzipped it. I, I haven't like. seen anything. About it. <laughs> I've been in total blackout. So <laughs> aside from this show, yeah, it's uh, there's just an unreal amount of stuff that's going to be waiting for us in that game, and I can't wait to see how. Like again, seven years, a, a ton of money, and ton of money, ton of time, a ton of talent. Can't wait to see how it turns the out. Three okay. T's, one hundred hour weeks. I've heard they're working right now. Yeah, so that's a yeah, lot of OT. That was a statement that came out from, which is insane because Rockstar never talks to the press, and when they do. They talk about 100-hour work weeks, yeah. which, yeah. you know, if you've ever worked in dev or if you've ever heard of a story of someone working in dev, like that is not a healthy way or, or any any industry. That is not a healthy way to conduct your life or to be forced to. Um, they came out and clarified it later, but I felt like the messaging was already out there um, mm-hmm. by the time they did. And their clarification, it was it was kind of wonky. It was something like no one is forced to work 100 well, it was, And then it was the writing team that was putting in that time at, here at the end of the project and not yeah. not the, uh, the core development The core team. development team, yeah. But it was like they're just super passionate, indicating that like if you don't work 100 hours, you're not super passionate. I, I didn't was, take it, it that way. It was just a little muddied, you know? Mm. I don't know. It was – I mean – I wanted to talk yeah, about it a little bit because I wanted to hear more about what was said. And like, I just saw the headline this morning, right? And I'm like, okay, that's what everybody's talking about yeah, today. Red yeah. Dead, people working long, hard hours on a game that's about to come out. That sounds pretty standard for game development. But 100 hours is pretty long. It sounds like it's the writing team mostly. I mean, yeah, so, yeah. if that's the qualifier. For me, if I were working at Rockstar... I would be super excited about this release. Mm-hmm. I know it's a polished product, and I would probably be putting in a lot of hours just because I care about my craft. But it sounds like they're not forced to do that. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble on the internet if I say too much. <laughs> you you will. So I, yeah, either way. I'm already in trouble. If I were working on a project like that, I would work 100 hours. Hopefully, they're not forced to do that. That's about the summation of my thoughts. I mean, it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough topic, right? You yeah. have, uh, you know, there's... There's what was in the report, what was in the the vulture piece, and then mm-hmm. there was Rockstar's statement, and that's all we have to go on. So yeah, you know, it's you hope that the employees are being well taken care of because certainly you know Rockstar is not short on resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they need more resources, you think they can tap into those? Yeah. 
<clears throat> resources. You know, yeah, if, I, if the guy working on the horse testicle physics needs more time, give him more time. Another That's year, what I got to say. Another year at least. <laughs> uh, I think it's less of a resources issue and more of a once you commit to a date, you are locked in, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only delay so many times. So unfortunately, any anything that you're working on that's you know driven by a deadline, there's always going to be... There's always going to be some level of of crunch at the end, unless your project management is perfect, which you know it almost never is. Um, uh, just hopefully, it, you know, it hasn't been too bad for the last year, right? So the other the other item of note here, uh, file size on Xbox. So if you like me are going to be playing uh, make, Red make Dead room. Two, yeah, on your <laughs> on an on an, X, an S or an X. 88.57 gigabytes. It's going to be a, Smaller a, than Forza. a meaty <laughs> download. It's going to be a lot to download. And cl- so you might need to clear your heart. If you don't already have... I feel like pretty much everybody I know has external USB yeah. drives now. Do you have the two terabytes? Yeah. The yeah, one Ryan recommended, I installed that years ago, and that's oh. what I used. Yeah, because uh, you know, the 500 on the launch machines filled up not <laughs> instantaneously. Yeah. I feel like I have 500 gigs of just games with gold games on my <laughs> Xbox. Thankfully, yeah, now. the newer Xboxes have <clears throat> mostly one terabyte. The, the two terabyte, weirdly, remember that? That was like, they did like one run of those yeah. when the S came out, and then we've never seen them again. I feel like it was just low conversion rate, maybe. Uh, or, yeah, I guess there are a number of reasons why... Mm. That could be the case, but it is cheap enough to just buy an external drive. Hey, you, you, Jeff, I know you you play you play a lot of Xbox games. Like yeah. you make sure you are out there, man, and that's great. So, how many? How big's your external hard drive at this point? Uh, I have well, because I'm good friends at Seagate as an advisor. I have the two eight terabyte externals. I have two uh, eight terabytes, so sixteen terabytes. Then I have the one terabyte. terabyte in the Xbox, and then I have the two terabyte SSD, and then I have a couple extra SSDs. I've been testing out the new SSDs that are coming out. So you have nineteen terabytes at home. Yes. You have solid states. Yeah, I have solid in states. Your external solid state. Yeah. External wow. external solid states. The new ones that they show at E3, uh, the ones that kind of fit in your palm. And they're how big? Uh, well, I've, there's a two terabyte, one terabyte. You have a two terabyte and external a one terabyte. solid state drive. Yeah. Dear God, that's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, they're, they're really fast. How, yeah. <laughs> oh. Not cheap either, but uh, no. you know. How many of those uh, require external power sources? Um, just the... The two towers? Uh, yeah, the two towers, uh, the big ones. And I'm at 80% full right now for how many video games wow. I have and apps. So, yeah. Good Lord. So, I mean, I my mean, computer has I mean, close to 60, I so, I mean, yeah. I, Jeff, I use a lot I of data. I never delete anything, Mark. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> it's all there. It's there. It's yeah. ready to go. That's, it's kind of where I'm at. I only have the two terabyte, but I'm like... I I download every game with gold game, even if I'll never play it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate that they filtered all your gold games. Yeah, on, on oh, the, the new filtering. That was, I like that a lot. That was like yeah. one update ago. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you have 18 gigs, but man, <laughs> it's nice. I, I love it. that. <laughs> what games get in the axe? Oh, um, geez, uh, or 18 pretty, terabytes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh. I mean, you got room though, right? Yeah, I have. There's I have the room, terabyte. but when Forza like Horizon, so two. here's oh, here's okay. how my games do <laughs> get axed. It comes from those. the solid state. I transfer off uh, the non-new games off my solid state mm-hmm. into the towers, and oh. then I load the biggest, like Red Dead's, on the you know yeah, all yeah. those because it's quick, it's successful. Mm-hmm. So my usually top three or four games are on my solid state. That's uh, smart. Yeah, and they go in the archive buildings. Yeah, after mm-hmm. and I love how you know just put it. And it transfers yeah, it over. It's and easy. They, yeah, it's cool. yeah. I, I can walk away in a couple mm-hmm. minutes. It's done. So nice. Yeah, love it. Uh, so I guess what I'm curious, what uh, at this, how many hours do you think you guys are going to put into Red Dead? 100. And and yeah. all, all, I love that quick instant answer. Yeah. And do you have what are your guys's? Do you have any fears or worries about this game heading into it? Uh, Less than hundred hours. Yeah, uh, very instant response. I, I kind of hope there's glitches because if you remember the original Red <laughs> Dead, where the people were mapped to the birds and they were flying around, there was some really funny stuff that happened. <laughs> I hope we encounter that a little bit, but it looks so <laughs> polished right now. I don't know if we're gonna get that opportunity. Uh, I don't really have any worries. That the story's not good. <laughs> I don't know. Like the sto- that it's a bad game. Like, I guess. What could go wrong? It looks good. The horse 
mechanics seem oh, good. The sweet running around baby the world Ligari, seems... You've just opened the doors. <laughs> knock, I haven't played it yet. I have no wood. idea what to expect. Well, I think that's yeah. that's part, you know. It is, so it is pure. You are just you are just ready, excited. There's nothing where you're kind of thinking, oh, I hope this doesn't happen or this isn't this way. You've you've got the full confidence in Rockstar. I mean, they've earned it. Yeah. GTA Online when it launched was a little rough, so hopefully they managed to handle the server smash hit that they're going to get when uh, all those players hit it on day one. True. So. That's the only. I mean, they just have such an excellent track record, right? So they do. It's like I'm sure it's going to be good. Jeff, what do you say? Anything? Uh, any, any worries heading into this thing? I actually or is it just don't. Time. No, no. Well, the time <laughs> is the key factor. Um, but I think since they've done so well by mastering the sandbox kind of genre and just massive open world. I think we're in for a treat with it because, I mean, from what we've seen, the little previews, I mean, it looks like they've paid attention to the detail, the dialoguing, just the interactions, and just the setting piece. I think they've nailed it just by the visuals, what we've already seen. So, I mean, if I'm falling through the map somewhere, I'm not going to complain. But, you know, I think it's – I mean, I think I think we're pretty on par for a solid uh, release for this. So. And, and they've showed it to people. So you remember Andromeda, people were like, uh-oh. And, but they've showed it to people and people are like, you are not prepared. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Brandon, any, uh, any thoughts on this topic? Uh, I, just the time. And I, I'm the kind of guy like with a big game, I have to binge it. Otherwise, I'll set it down and never yeah. come back. <laughs> Just because there's other stuff going on, um, so I'm worried that I don't. The weird thing is, is like I'm worried about starting it because I don't <laughs> want to start it and then not be able to finish it within two weeks. I, I yeah. know exactly what you're thinking. I, um, I've been there. Yeah, and uh, uh, listening to you guys talk about the old West setting and how much you you loved it, like <clears throat> I appreciate that because I feel that way about a lot of cool settings. But like the old West is not one of them. Like I appreciate good. Like Call of War is Gunslinger, I thought was an awesome story, and I appreciated it that it was told in that setting. But like, if it was told in a different setting, I'd be okay with that too, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I just hope that like the the grit and the tarnation of the old West like holds my interest for these 65 hours. This is gonna t- sorry 60 hours. This is gonna t- <laughs> to finish it. Plus yeah, I, plus 40 or whatever. Exactly. Realistically, exactly. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just curious. I I want to. I hope the the sandbox really allows for a lot of open-ended stuff because Mm -hmm. gta 4 kind of felt like a little bit of a half step back in that like in three in the you know in the original 3d gta games you could like you could tackle a mission from like six different like pretty much any way you could think of Mm -hmm. whether it was like okay you got to take out a guy so do you want to just like post up on a building and snipe him or do you want to just run him over or do you want to you know, there's a bunch of different, and then I feel like four kind of got a little scripty. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hang out, cousin. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like and, the mission and, design reflected yeah. the fact they wanted to focus on a story. Yeah, yeah. and five, but I think five did a, a good job of moving back towards the sandbox nature. So I'm, I'm, I'm not too worried that uh, about Red Dead Two here, but I, yeah, I just I hope that that it's uh, the story can be great, but we can also get that that uh, freedom of choice within the context. Mm-hmm. Of the of the mission, so um, in fact, this is that right there. And we were watching. Uh, if you're watching on video, like that just reminded me. Oh yeah, we're probably going to have like heists built into the single player yeah, this yeah. time instead of just being part of the part of Red Dead Online later. So. And heists are fantastic in GTA Online. Oh, they're so, so good. There's so much fun. Yeah, yeah this is uh, this is going to be crazy. I wish I Man, could quite good. justify. I. I talked to my wife and was like, eh, could, couldn't quite do a 4K TV yet. Oh, really? I was really wanting to do one f- for this game. Oh, you so, don't have 4K yet? Not yet. Are you so, Are you waiting for oh, Black Friday? Just it's you know we just we went over the finances. Yeah. And it's like all right, can't, you know, not right now. So, um, but hopefully it's good. I guess that's my word. Hopefully it'll look good on a on an on an Xbox One X hooked up to a 1080p TV because that's what thing. I'm rocking. I'm sure it will. It will. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not I don't. Not too worried about it, but all right. Uh, that's Red Dead Two. The, the other topic I wanted to k- talk about before we get out of here <clears throat> is Diablo, another game that's very near and dear to my heart. Diablo, I love Diablo. It's so good. Uh, Diablo Three. If you have not played it, 
is really great on the on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. The original release on PC, which was years and years and years, almost almost Duke Nukem Forever kind of way. It was a huge wait for that game. It was a little disappointing, but man, to Blizzard's credit, they have turned Diablo 3 into an incredible game that really I feel like, and I think you'd agree, Brandon, fulfills all of its potential, particularly with the, with the Reaper of Souls expansion. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, going from Diablo 2 to Diablo 3, it was less of an emphasis on your personal story and more of an emphasis on like a, a live online ecosystem. Um, and I think that caught a lot of people uh oddly you know like i well of course the fact that you saw an error message the first time you booted up the game didn't well, help not on xbox that was you're talking that's sure, back in the pc, PC days, yeah, yeah but. but i mean that game has since slowly built itself into like and to blizzard's great credit they've listened to what people wanted and design and and uh altered the game to match more of the feel and the intent of the design removing the auction house you know like adding griffs or riffs and greater riffs and um, you know, there's just this, this whole, uh, there's this whole experience now that just was not there three, four years ago. How long has it been now? Yeah. feels like, yeah, it's been a while. 13. Was it 13 Maybe or 14? 2012. I want to say. Good Lord. Yeah. I yeah. think it's been longer. Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been, it came out on Xbox one, I believe 20, 2014. It was I think. the ultimate yeah. evil edition. Yeah, exactly. Was, uh, did that come out with Reaper of Souls? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that would have been a following year. <laughs> but, um, um, but who boy, Taking the last five years of what they learned and adding it to a new Diablo game has me super pumped. Yeah. And that is the question. Is so Blizzard may have leaked its own big BlizzCon announcement, maybe. Or yeah. maybe this is all just nothing. They, I don't know. It's hard well, to they've been super winky about it for like the last <laughs> six months. Like, hey, guess what? We're uh, we're dropping a brand new Diablo comic apropos of nothing <laughs> near BlizzCon. So Blizzard has revealed its sure, BlizzCon 2018 merchandise yeah. on its website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a few of the items, there are shirts that say Diablo Reign of Terror on them. So is that a new game? Is that a Diablo 3 expansion? What? This new game. I mean, I'm going to go this? with new game. I'm going to go with a new game announcement. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they're going to announce it I don't think we're going to see that for at least another year or two, but um, I imagine we're going... I mean, look, the goodie bag that they release at BlizzCon every year, the prominent feature in there was a statue of Diablo, you know? And it was very much... It it very much harked back to the first Diablo, like the original Lord of Terror design. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious. I'm a little worried that this is an announcement for a remastered version of Diablo 1. They had the Diablo 1 event last year that was built into Mm -hmm. Diablo 3. So I'm a little worried. Or one and two together. Or maybe one and two together. Um, uh, you know, since they did the Diablo 1 event, a lot of people were talking about, well, maybe this year we'll get a Diablo 2 event. And that would be the least exciting thing, I think, to come out of this. I do want to play Diablo 2 again, though. Well, but, like a re- remastered <laughs> Diablo 2 would be cool. I would prefer but, a new game. Oh, but, yes, definitely. But um, a Diablo 2 event inside Diablo 3 is, I think, like the lowest common denominator yeah. we can all get excited about. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. The fact that the marketing is pointing towards the original Diablo makes me curious. Mm, good point. Um, God, Lord, I, don't, I hope it's not a reboot. <laughs> like, no. Nah. Although maybe uh, maybe like a Diablo one spiritual you know successor in you know in the ecosystem they've outlined with Diablo three could be cool. But just like give me Diablo four, man. Like let's let's. Yeah. You you a Diablo guy, on. Jeff? I am. I own it on multiple platforms. Yeah. So I mean, I I'm triple dipping this fall with the Switch with, version. Oh, that thing oh, looks yeah. sweet. I love that. PC, one. Xbox One. <laughs> you're gonna buy. Switch you're version. gonna buy that Switch though. No, the, not the, the not the package. No. Okay. The no. Joy-Cons aren't special, or is it just... Uh, I think it's, sadly, no. It's just the dock. Okay. just the dock. But welcome to NVC. <laughs> so, anyway, so we'll see. I mean, that is going to be really interesting to see what, if if anything of substance, this Diablo Reign of Terror thing is. But, uh, please, yeah. please be Diablo 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tune into that Blizzard keynote. <laughs> Wait, should I be praying down to, to the devil? Oh, let's... No. I don't know if that's uh, a thing we're supposed to uh, ask. The letter-writing campaign has already <laughs> begun. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to get moving here. So, we're going to hold the loot box for next week. I told you we started it last week uh, when we get Miranda. So, Miranda, if you're wondering, she kindly stepped aside so that Jeff could be here. But it, it kind of worked out because she's also... Uh, Reviewing a game. T- just completely submersed in, in Call of Duty Black Ops 4 review. So uh, we'll get her back next week, and then we'll do these awesome AMA questions that you guys uh, sent in for us. For now, trivia, 
Oh, uh, oh, but before that, I'm being told that there is a breaking. Yes, <laughs> uh, our own the vi- video editor here at IGN, uh, Jordan Parkhurst, brother of Unlocked Super Producer Dan Parkhurst. Love you, Dan. Dan is clearly the smarter brother because Jordan has made himself a bet. I think he's going to lose, and that is uh, he. So he is going to be streaming a blackout Call of Duty for uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four Blackout. Is it tonight? What, when was it? Tomorrow. 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 Thank you. So Wednesday, uh, October seventeenth, six p.m. YouTube.com slash ign six. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash IGN and Mixer.com slash IGN. Yeah. He has vowed that in his 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. gameplay window four that he'll hours. be streaming, four hours, duos he will, blackout. in duos, he will win five games, five times. And uh, if he doesn't... You sure it's five, Dan? It's five. five. If, he so fails, <clears throat> yeah, how, if he fails how, to... Uh, how long does a match usually take, guys? Oh, it can go... 30? Almost, yeah, 30 minutes. Oh. He's done. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's done. Uh, so he's got <laughs> roughly nine attempts to get five, five wins. wins. Yeah. He's, he will be shaving his head if he <laughs> fails to get the five. Or at the end of the stream, we're doing. Oh, they're the going to do that. Stream. So oh, that is our okay. carrot to get you to watch: is to basically root for him to fail. Yeah. Uh, and or maybe you know it'd be more fun root for him to get to four, but then not get like just wow. four. Oh. No, he'll get the win at ten oh five. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fifth oh, win at ten oh five. He'll lose no. by a technicality. Yeah, oh, they'll still goodness. get. Yeah. Oh, anyway, good. so uh, Wednesday, October seventeenth, six p.m. on YouTube.com/slash/ign, Twitch.tv/slash/ign, and Mixer.com/slash/ign. Watch Jordan Parkhurst. IGN video editor slash producer. <laughs> See if he can get to five blackout duos wins. And if he can't, that hair's coming off that, that top of his head. I don't know I what have to no say about this. For this. <laughs> yes. I have nothing. Uh, you, uh, you, no, just go. <laughs> all right. Trivia real quick. Jeff, you get to participate. Oh, geez. Oh, We're going to test this. your metal here. So this one, I mean, this is like an IGN deep cut yeah. before, long before any of us worked at IGN. But it's just sort of fun to think about. You know, you just take a shot here based on what you remember. This is original Xbox era. 2004 is the trivia question here. Sent in by Jason from Sydney, Australia. His gamer tag is Mirage Genesis. Not quite sure what that means, but it sounds cool. And Jason's question is this. In 2004, what Xbox game won... He wrote 360, but he means original Xbox. What, three, what Xbox game won IGN's Best Graphics Award from E3 that year. E3-04, so the- Best Graphics, as stated by the team at IGN at the time. Did Full Spectrum Warrior win that? You, you, have you played Full Spectrum Warrior back in the day? It's so good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it, graphically, ori- is it? Mm. Originally developed as a, as a <laughs> Army, U.S. Army training Army simulator. Center. Yeah, Conquer Live and Reloaded. For physics. For shading. Mm-hmm. Prince That's of Persia great. 2. Uh, which back the Prince of Persia games were stunning Rewind at the time. time. And Halo 2. We all know Halo. So best <laughs> graphics from the IGN staff at E3 2004. What do you guys think? Jeff, I'm going to go your way first. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to do the college method here. I'll just say B. <laughs> so, okay, so you're I going no, yeah, I, B conquer. Yeah. We're sure this is original Xbox? Yeah, yeah it is. These are all. Yeah. These are not 360 games. So far. <laughs> it's a common, simple mistake from Jason. No big deal. Years. Brandon, what do you say? Oh man, I want to say Halo Two, but I feel like that's sort of a like a distraction. I feel like it's a a little rope dope. Mm. I'm gonna go a full spectrum warrior. Okay, okay. Destin, I think Halo Two was a trailer. I could see it being Prince of Persia or Conquer. I'm gonna guess Conquer because I'm guessing they leaned on that tech, tech. the fur shading tech. On his tail. Okay. Wish me luck, everybody. All that's right, what well, everyone remembers. I'm on a bad you, run. So Halo Two was playable multiplayer on Zanzibar uh, one flag <laughs> uh, CTF on in 2004. Uh, at E304. Okay. However, you have still got landed it correctly. It was Conquer. Live oh, that broke the, the streak. The first shading was indeed stunning. I yeah. still I love it. I think it was gorgeous. Uh, what a job that Rare did on that. So excellent job, Jason. And that means we got Watch out, Mark Medina off the Schneid here, <laughs> three points, and just uh yeah, we'll get we'll get Jeff in here too. He's on the board, one for one on his visits. So. Nicely done, nicely done. You're 100 percent right. 
Yes. If so uh, if you guys out there want to participate in the trivia segment, send me your trivia questions. I need four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email and send that to unlocked at IGN.com. Thanks, Jason. And we have got to go. So you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I would like to promote a new episode of IGN Unfiltered dropped today as I record this. Scott Miller, the founder of 3D Realms, uh, 3D Realms, hugely influential uh, over the years. Of course, Duke Nukem, uh, Duke Nukem 3D, Duke Nukem Forever, both of those Duke games are covered. But they were also involved uh, with, with the original Max Payne back in the day with Remedy, as well as the original. They were originally developing Prey mm-hmm. uh, before it, it ended up becoming the human head developed game that we got in 2006 on the 360 that was excellent as well. So a lot of cool stories from Scott Miller. I would uh, kindly ask that you check that out on IGN, on YouTube, or on your favorite podcast service. Let me go next to Jeff. Let's get some. Uh, can we follow you on Twitter? Let's get those uh, those right. OSD URLs again. Uh, you can find me at cupcake eighty four on Twitter. Uh, you can go to eightbitsalute.org and you can go to operationsupplydrop.org. And we're also on Twitter as well as eight bit salute and we are OSD. So excellent, love it. I, love, I really like that we are OSD. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah, I'm Brandon Tyrell. You can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell, and the busy season is upon us. Um, I'm still talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey like a week and a half. Great game. A week and a half later. A great game, right? Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, Could 100% not put it down. later. Um, I just put up a piece yesterday about the microtransaction debate and why I think that's silly. Um, so yeah, uh, that's it. That's all, that's all I can talk about right now. I've got He's a lot done. of things, and I'm like, no, I can't. He's yeah. done. Destin, take us home. What I'm doing is largely unimportant, so just go to his website and nice. support somebody doing something good for the world. Love it. WeRosd.com. Uh, org. Dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. No, we, we are, are. was the Twitter URL. Yeah. Damn it, Destin, yeah. you're no. ruining. If you search no. WeRosd on um, the internet, you'll find us. Operation so, Supply Drop. Yeah. Operation Supply Drop. Org. So, yep. Excellent. Uh, well, Jeff, thanks so much for coming up here and spending an hour of your life with us. Loved having you. Uh, come back every year. Let's uh, let's have to promote it. Thanks this for having me. all the time. Uh, so for Jeff Bartram and Brandon Tyrell, as well as Destin Legary, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Unlocked 366. Yes, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.